These are the accountings of the Mishkan of testimony, etc. So the Mimer is going to ask a few, explore a few questions. First question is, why does it say Mishkan twice? Mishkan, Mishkan. It could have just said it once. Second question. Why does it say Asher Pukar Alpi Moshe? Um, that it was accounted for according to the mouth of Moshe. It should have just said Asher Pukar Moshe, that without the LP, without being through the mouth of Moshe. And, uh, um, third question is why does the continuation of the Pasuk say avoid us of It seems like it's unnecessary and tangential and not directly related to the, the accounting that Moshe is making of the Mishkan. That, and then the end of the Pasuk says that the avoid was through the hands of Itamar, Isamar. So that's another Question: Why is specifically Isamar when, seemingly according to the Al Sheikh, that um, there was also um, help with uh, through the other son of Aaron which was Elazar? So why Davka Isamar not Elazar? So those are the four questions. Now to explain, um, we first have to understand what is the whole purpose of the Mishkan in general which the purpose of the Mishkan Bechlal is for the dwelling of the Shekhinah amongst the Yidin, as we have the very famous Pasek, V'shechanti V'seicham, I'll dwell within you. And it also is written in Yirmiyah that is the Heichal Hashem Hima, that it is the sanctuary of Hashem. And the whole purpose of the Mishkan was to have a Dir B'tachtonim, a dwelling place for Hashem in the lowest world. So we have an obvious question that how can you have um, a dwelling place for a place for Hashem in the Mishkan if Hashem is everywhere. There's the Pasuk in Yirmiya. So we answer this seeming contradiction by understanding what does it really mean, Dir B'tach Tainim? Dir B'tach Tainim means it's a place where you have revelation of godliness. Um, and what does Tachtoinim mean? Tachtoinim means, doesn't mean physically low place. It means a spiritually concealed place, a place where normally there's a lot of spiritual concealment. Um, so the whole, so it really, what it means, and it means that there's uh, my- myriads of different worlds that have higher and lower levels of natural revealed levels of godliness. And so the Tachtoinim, the lowest, is basically a place where there's the greatest natural uh, contraction and concealment of godly light. As we have the Pasuk in Yishaya, And so specifically, what does it mean that Hashem wanted Dirb Tachtoinim? Specifically, boy, in that world, that's that world, spiritual world, where there's the least revelation of godliness naturally, it's the darkest, specifically, from that greatest concealment of godliness, that is where the light should be revealed. And how do we do this? Through Torah mitzvahs, because our sages say um, that one hour of tshuva meisim taivim in this world is greater than the whole world to come. Because through this, we actually draw down, specifically through Torah mitzvahs, we draw down this revelation of godliness 
greater um, than even we would ever have been able to accomplish in the world to come. And this, uh, I guess, Dira, this dwelling place, this drawing, this uh, revelation of godliness down here in this normally concealed world is done through the avoida of iskafya sitrachra. So what is that? That is the avoid of pushing away negativity, specifically the Yitzhahara. As it says in the Zayar, that when one pushes away negativity, it causes the glory of Hashem to um, ascend and be, I guess, more revealed and manifest. So the two levels of Avoida is Iskafia and then Isabcha. Iskafia means to push away evil. And then once you've done that first step of Iskafia, then you could do Isabcha, which is to transform the darkness into light. Um, and this whole Avoida of Iskafia has to be done with all five of our senses. So with our sight, we have to do Iskafia. That's specifically by uh, closing our eyes when we see uh uh, tempted to see uh, evil or negativity, as it says in the pasuk in Yeshaya, Oitzim Einav Meris Bero. Also, with our ears, we have to do skafia, um, and through our speech and through our actions, we have to do skafia. So we really have to use all of our senses, um, as it says, Kaishas famous Gemara uh, Vamas. We have to sanctify ourselves with, through the permissible and through sanctify ourselves through the permissible, through pushing, pushing away uh, evil and closing our senses off to evil. Then we can actually transform the uh, darkness into light using our five senses um, and make ourselves a vessel for, and the world a vessel for Hashem's infinite light. And this is what it says uh, with regards to the, that in, Yer, in Yermia, it's first the Jewish people, that they're Hechel Hashem Hema. Actually, it it three times. Hechel Hashem, Hechel Hashem, Hechel Hashem Hema. That Hechel Avaya, Hashem means, is specifically Yedke Vavke. The, the Jewish people are a sanctuary of Hashem because the positive mitzvahs and the negative mitzvahs are dependent on Hashem's Tetragrammaton Yedke Vavke as we will explain later on, that the positive mitzvahs are actually connected to the second two letters of Hashem's tetragrammaton, Vav, hey, the last two letters of Hashem's name. And the negative mitzvahs, the mitzvahs laisase, are connected to the first two letters of Hashem's uh, tetragrammaton, Yudke. And through fulfilling the mitzvahs, the positive and the negative mitzvahs, we actually create a heichel for Yudke a sanctuary for uh, a, 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 a vessel to reveal Hashem's uh, infinite name of Yudke of Havaya. And that's the whole Indian of Eshachanti B'Seicham, of causing Hashem's name to dwell amongst the Jewish people. As we say, as it says uh, later on, that... Uh, with regards to the whole concept of the accounting for the Mishkan of testimony. And this is the whole Indian of what our sages say, that in the future, 
Asidim Sadikim Shiyemu Bifneim Kadesh, that the Sadikim will say uh, the word holy, meaning to say that through term misses we draw down onto our souls and the souls of the Sadikim this revelation of infinite Kali light, which is the level of Kadesh. Kadesh means separateness, which is so lofty and great. And that, therefore, um, of course, we spit, that's why we say kadosh, kadosh, kadosh three times. Kadosh, because we want to, I guess, uh, connect and draw down to that infinite godly light that's beyond, beyond, beyond. And that's why in the Pasuk in Yermia, it says hechel havaya three times. Um, hechel havaya, hechel havaya, hechel havaya hema. And meaning to say that the three, these three times where it says hechel Hashem, yed kevavke, that is corresponds to the three levels of the soul, of the garments of the soul, which are thought, speech, and action, which um, in them, in the thoughts, speech, and action, um, we're, through our thoughts, speech, and action, we're actually able to do all of the 613 mitzvahs. So, and the whole idea of it, is that the neshamas, the souls, should still be in this world in a physical body and our souls and our physical body in this physical world become a vessel for the kadosh, meaning a vessel for something which is normally totally separate and lofty and totally beyond this world, which is God's infinite holiness. And all this is done through its through transforming negative, sorry, pushing away negativity, um, and doing good, as it says in the Pasuk of Tehillim, Sur Meira, Tov, etc. So now moving on to Ois Beis, chapter two, we say that in order to understand the reason why uh, meaning that why is it that Iskafia, specifically the void of Iskafia, has such a power and it's able to cause God's infinite um, glory to ascend um, through pushing away negativity. Um, we have a simple question that I thought that that Sitra Achra, that negativity doesn't really take up any space in Seder Shtashlis, meaning to say that just like a spider like a little bug, I guess, in the small corner of the king of a of the most magnificent large palace, it's nobody even notices it. It's like the most insignificant thing. So it's got um sitra achra negativity seems to be just like that, like small little spider in, in the greatest, grandest palace. It doesn't, it's not, it's not actually typhus makum. Um, and the proof text to this uh, concept of Sitra uh, Achmer not being Teifus Makom is is the Pasuk Smamis Be'edaim Tesapes, etc. So, it's from Mishlei. So, so how can we uh, reconcile this? That pushing away Sitra Achmer um, has such a great accomplishment, while on the hands it seemingly doesn't, it's not really does not really take up actual space. So how can we say that that's such a significant accomplishment? 
So in order to answer this question, we first have to preface understanding the source of positive and negative mitzvahs. So it is known that it's written in the Tukhune Zayar. Um, it's written in the Tukhune Zayar in the introduction to the Tukhune Zayar. On the verse, Zeshmi la'ilam v'zazichri, it's a pasuk in Shmais, that when we say Shmi, um, I guess the Zohar is analyzing the repetition. Why, why does it have to say Zesh? This is my name forever and this is my remembrance. So Shmi actually ref- is connected to the first two letters of Hashem's name, Yudke, which corresponds to the negative mitzvahs, 365 negative mitzvahs. And the last two letters of Hashem's name, Vavke, is connected to the second half of the Pasuk, Zichri, the Zichri, um, which is the 248 positive mitzvahs, the mitzvahs ase. So, so we know, which is actually a big chiddush to uh, people that don't, aren't exposed to Hasidus, that, <clears throat> that the negative mitzvahs are actually higher than the positive mitzvahs because it's connected to Yud, Yudke of Hashem's name, which is higher than Vav Hey. Um, the reason why Yudke is higher than Vav Hey is because Yudke is actually a name of Hashem in and of itself, as opposed to Vav Hey, which is not any name of Hashem at all. Um, and that's why we actually say Yehei Shmei Rabbah. So what does the word Shmei mean? Shmei is Aramaic for his name, obviously, but um, the deeper explanation is that Shmei is Shin, Mem, Yud, and He. So it's the shame of Yudke, meaning may Hashem's name Yudke be great. Um, so that's very powerful insight there, um, brought down from the Torah Archaim. And it's also explained uh, similarly with regards to the Indian of in Parshish Nitzavim on the part on the Pasuk Hanistares La Shabalakinu. The Nistares Vanigles Lanula Vanenu, right? The Nistares, the concealed things are for Hashem. That's alluding to Yudke, the first two letters of Shem's name. Vaniglis, but the revealed things that is connected to Vavke, the last two letters of Hashem's name. So it's, but and that actually uh, makes sense because it says the word Vehaniglis in the Pasuk. Vehaniglis is the last two letters of Hashem's name, Vav, Hey, Niglis. Um, so the the last two letters of Shem's name, Vavhe, are the are the niglis are there is the revealed. So similarly, Shmi is higher than Zichri. So just like Shmi is higher than Zichri, like in the Pasik we brought down in Shmais and the Zayar, it's understood um, in the, the says the Gemara in uh, chapter three of Psachim. So uh, you can look over there further. If that's the case, the, the the negative mitzvahs are actually higher than the positive mitzvahs. And therefore, that's why um, it's brought down that if one, I think there's a famous Gemara in Yavamas, I believe, uh, and you saw Yuma, Gemara and Yuma, 
that if one was over on a mitzvah assay, on a positive mitzvah, let's say he you know, transgressed a positive mitzvah, he didn't do a positive mitzvah, and then he wants to do tshuva, he... Um, so he gets, so to speak, forgiven right away once he does tshuva. However, that's not the case by negative mitzvahs. He has to actually wait till Yom Kippur, tshuva toila, meaning he has to wait until Yom Kippur to get the full tshuva done um, for transgressing a negative mitzvah. So that shows, again, the greatness of the negative mitzvah of the positive mitzvah. Um, because it's uh, drawn down from the level of Yudke. Um The negative mitzvahs are drawn down from the level of Yudke, which is much higher level. So you need to connect to a higher level, which you can only access on Yom Kippur to do tshuva. And so this is Lechaira. Similarly, this is uh, Pella, a great wonder. Because the positive mitzvahs, the whole idea of a positive mitzvah to reveal and draw down godliness through an action of which are connected to the 248 uh, pikudin of the, um, the 248 um, limbs of the king. And negative mitzvah, you're not doing anything. So how can you say that by not doing something, I'm accomplishing more? It's even greater than doing something. It seems uh, counterintuitive. So how so how can we say that a positive that a negative mitzvah Mrs. Lisa says is greater than Mrs. Asse? So the whole Indian is Adraba. On the contrary, that the reason is that because the source of a negative mitzvah is from such a lofty place, which is the level of Yudke, the the first letters of Hashem's name. Therefore, we don't have a vessel down here below to contain such a lofty, godly revelation. And that's why the only way to cause that lofty, godly revelation to come into this world is by not doing anything. Because, because the Kli, we can't even create a Kli, a vessel for that such a lofty, godly revelation. As opposed to a positive mitzvah, which we actually are able to create a Kli, but it's more commensurate to the Kli we create, which is much lower. That's the whole concept of the Pasuk of Yermia, where it says, Be'eretz Lai So what does it mean? The, that planting Zerua, Zeria, is the level of low. Meaning to say that through fulfilling the, the negative mitzvahs, um, this actually draws down uh, this level uh, based on the Pasuk in Yermia, uh, later, and a few psukim later, it says, La yashav adam sham, that a person does not dwell there. Meaning to say that the, this, I guess, revelation or accomplished, spiritual accomplishment um, is of performing a mitzvah's lisa, say, of a negative mitzvah, is much higher than mitzvah's ase. Because mitzvah's ase is connected to the idea of adam, of man, because um, the positive misses are the 248 limbs of man, of a king, of a human king, or at least that's the metaphor. Um, so la yashav adam sham is the whole idea of the negative misses that man or primordial man can't even dwell there. This is all understood by prefacing first this concept of positive 
a positive mitzvah. Mitzvah's ase is the 248 limbs of the king, as we've been saying over and over. And the negative mitzvahs are the 365 sinews um, that, I guess, cause the blood that to transfer from each of the limbs. So I guess what, what, like, I guess the whole argument in the, in the muscle would be what's more important. Are our limbs more important or is the, are the veins and sinews that cause the transfer of blood from one limb to the next and actually oxygenate um, and give life to all the limbs, which is more important. Now, obviously you need both. Um, but the whole idea of a varim of limbs is by way of analogy, uh, like a vessel, a limb is a vessel for life force. Just like, um, the analogy he brings here is our brain is our head is a vessel for the power, the spiritual power of intellect to being clothed in it and therefore reveal our intellect through, um, through our thoughts. Um, and similarly with our hands, we, our hands are a vessel that through these, this physical vessel, this limb, it is our spiritual, um, power of, uh, of action can be enclosed in our hands. And then we could do things with our hands. So, and that obviously connects to the nimshal of the positive mitzvahs, that the positive mitzvahs are essentially vessels for Hashem's infinite life force to reveal itself and to cause uh, impact in the world. And it's brought down in uh, Beninim. I presume this means Sefer Beninim of uh, Tanya. How the Chayis how life force is enclosed in limbs is only in a revealed way. Um, it's basically an, a, an illumination from the soul. Um, but it doesn't actually reveal the soul itself because you can't say that, oh, my hands, the action of my hand is the soul itself. It's an, it's an illumination and a ha'ara, um, a radiation or I don't know if radiation is the best word, a, an expression, a direct expression of the soul, but you can't say it's the soul itself. It's not the essence of the soul is my hand, the actions that my hands are doing or the thinking that my intellectual exercise that my brain's doing. So you can't, it's not shy to say that, oh, my soul, the essence of my soul is divided into 248 pieces, which make up the limbs. No, 248 limbs are 248 expressions of my soul, but it's not the essence of my soul. Um, and also the revelation from the essence of the soul is illuminated and clothed in the brain. And this, this illumination is drawn down from there to all of the limbs and reveals and receives the, the power of each limb to be able to do what it needs to do according to what it's able to do even though the 248 mitzvahs and by way of analogy, the 248 limbs of a human are a direct expression of the essence of the soul. They're not the essence of the soul itself. So 
it's understood that the this illumination from the soul in each limb becomes one with the essence of the soul. And it becomes literally one. That the soul is a maskelas Meaning the soul is some an entity that has that can have intellectual capabilities. And the soul is something that has the ability to speak. But the only way to express that soul is through the vessels of the brain or the mouth uh, to speak, etc. And when the soul leaves the body, essentially what happens is, is all the powers, soul powers that was invested and drawn down into the limbs, these soul powers um, become removed as well. Um, And despite the fact that they are previously each in their own unique vessel. Um, And this is understood by way of analogy above um, with the whole idea of the 248 limbs of a king of the king, meaning king, the king of kings, Hashem. As we know, the famous mimer, Hayadua, This is a uh, thing from the uh, introduction to the Tekini Zahar, that Hashem and his life force is one. Hashem's essence is one with his life force. Hashem's also which is the light, and Hashem is also one with his garmoihi, which would give his vessels, his uh, attributes, so to speak. So we're going to look at this uh, this quote from the Zohar with, in a little more depth. So chayoihi in the Zohar, that means, that represents or, light. Because chayoihi is, uh, I guess, Aramaic for the word chayis. Light, uh, energy, life force, which is drawn down from the Orient self to become clothed in chesed in, or whatever other of uh, the 10 attributes we have. And, we, and it's known that chesed is called the right arm, the right side of Hashem, I guess, which is the vessel and limb to contain the light, the simple light, and life force that is drawn down from Hashem's essence that goes into the right side of Hashem figuratively and is, expresses itself in a way of chesed. Um, yeah, and then we know that it also says in the introduction to the Tukunuzar that lav mikol inun midais ihu klau, that we know that Hashem himself is not the actual midais, but it is Hashem's essence expresses itself through the right side, which is the chesed. And if that's the case, holds that so that him and his light is one, that the light and life force is unique in its source in Hashem's infinite uh, insof source, as we said earlier, with regards to the analogy of unifying of the his achtus of the life force of the limbs in its source, which is the essence of the soul. 
And so we also say, as we move on to the next column of Daf Gimel, Amud Gimel, that Hashem and his vessels are one, meaning that Hashem is totally one with his attribute of chesed, for example, and completely one. And this hamshacha, I guess, from Hashem's essence into the keli, into in, of chesed, for example, is that he becomes enclosed um, in the 248 limbs of the king um, in order to become totally one in a matter of that his light and vessels are totally one with his essence. And that's all, all through the 248 mitzvahs, through the positive mitzvahs. For example, if one gives tzedakah or does acts of kindness, he draws down this right side of Hashem, which would be Hashem's chesed. And he creates a vessel to draw down Hashem's chesed into the world. When we do, uh, when someone does a mitzvah of ju- din- that involved dinim, let's say, I don't know, like a judge has a court case, uh, carries out a court case and whatever capital punishment related mitzvahs, or there's so many mitzvahs that are more related to court and establishing justice, et cetera, then essentially what we're doing is we are creating a vessel for Hashem's gvura to be manifest and dragged down into the world. Um, and specifically, and also through, similarly, through, um, through doing our, through overcoming our inclination and inclination, uh, the Yetzer, Yetzer Kes, the Yetzerhara, which is also the level of Kvura. When we push away the Yetzerhara, we, um, that is someone that's a Gibor. A Gibor, as it says in Perkyavas, a, a mighty person is someone that overcomes his, his uh, inclinations, his, his Yetzerhara. So, that would also be drawing down Hashem's infinite and of light through the vessel of Gvura, through his Gvura, through the left side of Hashem, which is Gvura. And according to this, it's understood also the concepts and advantage of learning Torah, even the advantage of learning Torah, even over doing other mitzvahs. Why? Because we have two levels. Um, Within the 248 limbs, we have one aspect. We have one aspect of the 248 limbs, which are the external limbs. For example, I don't know, our arms, our legs, um, different external parts of our body. These are all external limbs. And the second uh, kind of limbs of the 248 limbs are internal limbs. I guess like, uh, I don't know, stomach, liver, lungs, etc. And by way of analogy for humans, um, our internal organs, our internal limbs are, I guess, much more important for the, our survival than our external limbs. Meaning to say, like if someone lost a finger or a hand, it would still survive. But if someone, uh, even if the smallest puncture happened in someone's lungs or heart, for example, it would cause uh, much, much greater damage. So by way, so that's the analogy. Now with regards to the analog, we see that even though 
Um, Hashem is not a body and does not have ain't like goof musa goof as it says in the very famous piyut of Yigdal uh, um, um, even though Hashem doesn't have any corporeality nevertheless Hashem the sorry the Torah speaks in way of man, uh, the way that humans can understand so that's why we're using this analogy of the body because we're creating Hashem's image and we can understand the um, more about Hashem through understanding the human body. So with regards to the analog, we also have internal organs and external organs. So the way to generally understand it is that the mitzvah of learning Torah is our, so to speak, the internal organs uh, within the positive mitzvahs. And, um, I guess the proof text for this would be because we know that the Torah is derived from from Hashem's Chachma, which is more internal aspect of Hashem. Um, and also we say in Kohelis, it says, Chachmas Adam Ta'ir Panav, that the wisdom of man illuminates his face. Panav, I guess, comes from Pneumius, right? Uh, so the, the, the inner aspect of a person is illuminated through learning Hashem's wisdom, which is Torah. Um, and we have an Indian Savu Panav that, that Rabbi Abahu, his face illuminated when he learns a new Tesafta, a new insight in the Torah of, um, of Tesafta's. When he learned a new uh, Tesafta, his face would illuminate. What does it mean his face illuminate? It means his Panav, which means his penis would illuminate, meaning the most internal aspects of himself would illuminate. As we also know in the Berchus Kaihanim, it says, Yarashem Panavilacha. So, like our sages say, that anyone who reads, who, who learns Torah, Hashem is learning Torah, uh, I guess, directly opposite you or next to you. This whole idea of Hashem learning Torah with you is the revelation of Hashem's infinite light uh, into Chachma, into Hashem's Chachma. Hashem's essential light is illuminated as Chachma. And from from Hashem's essence, um, it can't even be compared to Chachma because Chachma is one of the 10, I guess, vessels of Atzilus, one of the 10 attributes which is, has limitation, and Hashem's essence is totally beyond limitation. But, but, this, but this essence of Hashem it becomes revealed in a way of panemius, in an internal way, um, just like in the brain of a person who reveals the most inner dimensions and inner life of a person. And this is what it means when it says, or etc., that through the light of your Hashem's most internal uh, aspect of himself, he gave us the Torah. So that's all with regards to learning Torah. It's the internal organs of Hashem. But when we do mitzvahs, this is actually drawing down the level of the external limbs of Hashem, uh, so to speak. 
For example, through doing acts of kindness, we draw down Hashem's right, right outer or external limbs. And uh, therefore, Talmud Torah, learning Torah, which is connected Kulam, is, I guess, greater or equal to all of the mitzvahs. Um, that is um, drawn down in a way of penimius, of internal, internal way. And this is what it means, the last two letters of Hashem's name, Vav, Hey, is revealed to us through Torah mitzvahs, which is a very powerful concept that the letters of Vav and Hey, Vav meaning learning Torah, um, where Hashem is learning with us. And the hey, the last letter of Hashem's name is through doing actual mitzvahs. Uh, we're able to, I guess, reveal Hashem to us and the, through the positive mitzvahs. And this is what it means is zichri with the vav hey, vav hey, that ascent that causes the 248 to ascend. And this is through the positive message, which, is, which draws down this unity of Vav and He. Okay, now moving on to chapter three, Ayis Gimel of the Mimer, which will be the, the last chapter that we're going to learn for today's daf. So, Aval. However, Shmi, the, the first two letters of Hashem's name, which correspond to the negative misses, these are drawing down this level of Yudke, of the higher level of Hashem's name, which is concealed to us, right? Because we don't have the vessels to contain and reveal it. Um, and so now to explain this concept of the mitzvah say of this high concealed abstract um, level aspect of Hashem. So we have a pasuk in Eif that it says Vachachma me'ain timatzei that wisdom comes from the level of ein, meaning to say that chachma we know is the first, the very first of the astrospheres, which is I guess from Atzilus is the beginning of Seder Shdashlus. Um, which corresponds to the Yud of Shemavaya, right? The Yud, and then the He, and then Vav He. So that's the very beginning. That's the Chachma. And that's why we say, our sages actually teach us that the Olam Haba was actually, the world to come was actually created with the letter Yud of Hashem's name. So what does that mean? That... Because from Chachma, which corresponds to Yud, we actually are able to draw down this, the level of Bina, which is the second of the spheres, which is understanding and comprehending godliness. And then from this, that becomes the source of the world to come, which because the whole purpose of the world to come is a time when the tzaddikim will sit and benefit from the ray and loftiness of the Shekhinah of Hashem's presence. And that all starts from the letter Yud. So in order to, for the Tzidikim to actually benefit from this glory array of Hashem's presence, we have to have the letter Yud. 
um, which is the beginning of it all. So, and this is the whole idea of yesh ma'ayin, of the Hashem being able to create something from nothing. Because chachma is still on the level of ayin. Um, it's a, a very fascinating level because chachma on one hand, it is the first of the ten spheres. But on the other hand, it's completely beyond to a certain extent. Um, and it really has that bitl to it. So we say that, you know, koyachma, chachma is koyachma, the power of Hashem's name, ma. So, and as we move on to the last column of Daf Gimel, Amidalad, um, we're saying here that this level of ayin that chachma we've that we find the chachma is found. This is the level that is comes really before seder socialists of shemavaya. It's really even though it's part of shemavaya, it's really very much connected to before seder socialists, and that's why it says in sefer etzira that before one what are you counting uh, like like it says that Hashem is totally one without any calculation so essentially what we're saying here is that you can't really count anything that's beyond one Hashem is totally one beyond any calculation in any numerical sense so why are you counting what are you counting (laughs) so to speak um, that, you know, that there in this level, this aspect of Chachma is higher than comprehension because it's higher than Bina. And Bina is the whole idea of comprehending and processing and revealing uh, the concealment of the wisdom. So really Chachma is to a certain extent connect is or you, you can't, it's not really graspable yet. Um, and that's why we say that Chachma me'ayin timatse, because Chachma is really the beginning of that revelation, um, but it's still not revealed yet. So it still has that aspect that it's really connected to uh, the level of Ayn, of completely beyond Seder Shashas. And this is why our sages say, this is Gemara um, and Shabbos. That when the world was created, it was first dark, and then there was light. So what does this mean? The light is Chachma. Because Chachma is the beginning of that revelation. It's like, like the classic example of Chachma is that that uh, light switch that goes out of a person's head when they come up with a good idea, you know, the, in the cartoons, and they have that light above the head turning on. Um, in order to have this, I guess, existence of Chachma coming to existence from absolute nothingness, to have an idea that didn't even exist before, it just came to you like poof, like that, something from nothing, this has to be um, only after there's complete darkness because there's nothing before it. 
So it really is the, the Chachma is the closest to Yesh Ma'ayin that you can get uh, within Seder Shtashos because everything after Chachma is just a process of uh, the idea, that initial kernel of light from Chachma as it proceeds down and down. But, um, but Chachma is that element of Yesh Ma'ayin because you had to first have had that concealment. And this is why it says in the Tehillim, Yashes Chayshach Sisrei, that uh, that specifically through the darkness and concealment of Hashem, we can actually draw down afterwards this light of Chachma, which is the beginning of Revelation. And this is all alluded to in the first letter of Hashem's Tetragrammaton, the Yud, because that's what a Yud is is just a dot. A dot represents a, the source of something. Meaning, in order to, you can't draw a line or you can't draw anything without first having a dot. Um, and so, before you draw that initial dot of yud, there's nothing there. And the revelation from there is only um, arakatana, um, a small. I guess, very small uh, illumination because it's just a little dot. Um, but from the Yud, we are able to create a hay, which is expansion. And this is why, and this is why it's called Hanistares because Hashem's Chachma is completely hidden uh, from us. It comes from the world of concealment. Behine, and behold, from there you have the source of the low sase. The source of the negative commandments come from Chachma. Um, and in order to have this revelation of the Nistaris, to reveal the concealed, so to speak, um, it's impossible to have this revelation even to even have this revelation in the higher worlds with an actual full comprehension of this essence. Um, because we know that that, that that there's nothing that can grasp Hashem, especially Hashem's essence, that for that, that's for sure. And so this whole concept of revelation is the idea of contemplation and comprehension. And so those two things don't always go together. If, if by definition, Chachma is, is concealed, you're trying to comprehend and reveal that, that concealment seems to contradict. And so it's, so I guess uh, it's almost a question, I guess, that it's not com- comprehensible that it is impossible to have this comprehension of something that is completely uncomprehensible, uncomprehensible. Um, and just similar to this idea that Hashem is that Hashem is wise without any, he doesn't contain the attribute of Chachma. He meaning to say that it's impossible for the comprehension of Hashem's essence 
to be um, to to actually comprehend it. Um, the only way we can actually define Hashem is by using negative terminology. Uh, for example, we have to say Hashem doesn't have knowable wisdom, doesn't have our mortal wisdom. Meaning we can't say Hashem is wise because that would be defining and limiting Hashem because Hashem is well beyond that. Right? Um because that almost be insulting to Hashem to say, oh, he's wise just like us. So like we're wise, Hashem's wise, he's just much wiser. No, it's the, the, the aspect of Chachma that Hashem has is completely, completely beyond. We can't even comprehend or begin to relate and un- to understanding it. Um, and the way to really, I guess, understand the difference between our Chachma and Hashem's Chachma is that our Chachma, we have ourselves, our soul, our existence, and then we have chachma that we develop over time that we, it, it's something in addition to our essence. We have our essence and then we have our chachma, that we have our wisdom. But Hashem's wisdom and his essence is completely one. And that is something that is completely beyond comprehension. Um, the only way to, I guess, describe it is through using negative terminology um, for example, that Hashem is not wise, meaning Hashem doesn't, doesn't have the aspect of wisdom that we call wisdom. It is much beyond that. And similarly, from human intellect, we can't create anything with our intellect. Uh, but that's not the case with Hashem, because Hashem's chachma, through Hashem's wisdom, He's actually able to cause existence to come into existence from absolute nothingness through his wisdom, which is something completely incomprehensible, incomprehensible to us humans. Like it says in the verse in Tehillim, Bachachma Asisa, that Hashem literally creates through his Chachma. And this is something that is completely impossible to comprehend how this level of Chachma um, will exist from absolute nothingness to to existence. That because it's impossible to comprehend Hashem's essence and this concept that Hashem creates through his wisdom. So the only way we can actually describe it is by using negative terminology, like we've been saying all along, that Hashem doesn't have uh, regular wisdom like you and me. It's much higher wisdom. And from there, we draw down the source of the negative mitzvahs, as we spoke about earlier. But the whole concept of the mitzvahs, Lisa, say these negative mitzvahs, is the whole concept of shlila of negative description. So of not doing specifically, for example, uh, one of the negative mitzvahs is that one is prohibited from eating forbidden fat, chaliv, or from eating blood. Um, and this is because the source of these mitzvahs comes from this completely concealed level state that we're not able to comprehend currently 
but only through negative comprehension. So the negative, this whole idea of not being able to describe Hashem in positive terms, but rather only in negative terms, this is intimately connected to this concept of not being able to, uh, I guess, do through drawing down this, the negative misses specifically through not doing something. And uh, so that's why the only way to actually create actual vessels to draw down God's revelation is through the positive mitzvahs. Um, for example, an asteroid um, is a vessel for to illuminate God's, to bring down, illuminate divine illumination. But that only divine illumination of the Vavhe of Hashem's name, of the Veha Niglais, which draws down these, which is the light is able to be drawn down into the Kalim of within the realms of comprehension. And therefore, um, we have down here also this vessel of creating a vessel uh, for the positive misses. But for the negative misses, Yashas Chayshach Sisrei, that Shem's we don't, it's not shyach to have any clee to create a physical, an actual clee through a positive mitzvah because it's, we're, we're trying to draw down an aspect of a shem's shem that's completely in that incomprehensible, incomprehensible. So only through not doing something, um, not doing something that's forbidden for example, not eating chaliv, um, we are essentially, we are ensuring that this divine flow of chayas from Hashem's vav yudke, which is the higher level of Hashem's name, is not impeded or interrupted. Um, and specifically through our bittel, we can be channels to let that happen, but not through actually doing something. Um, and that's why Chachma is called MS. It's really truth. And there, if that's the case, uh, we, we are able to draw down the Chachma into Chachma, um, the, I guess, the complete infinite revelation of the highest levels of godliness, even the concealed levels of godliness through bittel, through self-nullification. Um, and that's why first there has to be darkness and then light. And therefore eating forbidden fat, chaliv, that would prevent this level of bittel and level of Hashem's chachma, Hashem's yodke, level of yodke to become drawn down. So that's the... Um, we're now moving on to the beginning of Daf Dalad in order to finish the Ois, to finish Ois Gimel, chapter three. Now through uh, the, the idea of uh, not violating a negative mitzvah, um, one actually draws down this level of Yudke that we were speaking about, which is the idea of Hanistaris, the concealed aspects of Hashem. Because it is impossible to have a hamshacha 
to this level uh, without this idea of shlilov using negative terminology. You have to specifically not do something prohibited to cause this to, to come down. Um, as it is said in Parshas Emor, and one sh- you shall not profane. They should not profane. Um, I guess by transgressing um, a negative mitzvah, then one is profaning, causing halal, a, a, a lacking in Hashem's Yudke, Hashem's name of Yudke, um, and which would prevent Hashem from dwelling down here. And this is the whole idea of Be'eretz Lezerua, specifically through the Lai, through the Mitzvah Leisa say, that is how we get the Zerua through um, we were able to uh, connect to the this darkness of this concealment of Hashem is completely beyond revelation.